Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. Oh, cute. No, it's cute. It looks like Halloween costume makeup. Peyton's doing her makeup right now for Halloween, and it's just darling. You look like a little elf. That's cute. Rolled doll. Oh, because you have a little pinky nosy. Okay, so this is the rolled doll season, and it's also spooky season. So in between our books, we're doing one spooky, spooky chapter because we don't want to do, like, all scary because we know some kids are just, like, not into the scary things. So... For all you creepy kids out there like me and Peyton, I'm not a kid, I'm a grown-up, but all you creepy grown-ups and creepy kids like Peyton and I, we're going to do a creepy episode from reading scary or scary stories to tell in the dark in between each book. So, um, and also, I think the next spooky episode is going to be a really spooky story about a haunted house that Peyton was born in and a few of the really spooky things that would happen to this in this house um and we actually knew the people that lived in this house before we lived in it and they have some spooky stories too all right so let's just get to it we're on chapter two of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and for anybody who has the roll doll set from Costco this is the, the, the set that we have so if you have that it's like I think it was $17 so it's a really cool one to grab before Christmas if you're reading this in 2022. I believe they also probably have it on Amazon, but all right, let's get to it. Chapter two, Mr. Willy Wonka's Factory, and we're on page nine if you have this specific book. In the evenings, after he had finished his supper of watery cabbage soup, Charlie always went into the room of of his four grandparents to listen to their stories and then afterwards to say goodnight. Every one of these old people was over 90 and they were as shriveled as prunes and as bony as skeletons and throughout the day, yes, I know, skeleton, well, whatever, until Charlie made his appearance, they lie huddled up in their bed, two at either end with nightcaps to keep their head warms, dozing all the time away with nothing to do. But as soon as they heard the door opening and heard Charlie's voice saying, good evening, Papa Joe and Papa Joseph, Grandma Josephine and Grandpa, Grandpa, oh, it didn't say Papa Joe. Why did I say that? Good evening, Grandpa Joe and Grandma Josephine and Grandpa George and Grandpa Georgina, then all four of them would suddenly sit up and their old wrinkled faces would light up with smiles of pleasure. And this, and the talking would begin. For they loved this little boy. Aw, he was a good boy, huh? He was the only bright thing in their lives. And this evening, and his evening visits were something that they looked forward to all day long. Often, Charlie, Charlie's mother and father would come sit in as well and stand by the door, listening to the stories that the old people told. And thus, for perhaps half an hour, every single night, this room would become a happy place and the whole family would forget that it was hungry and poor. One evening, when Charlie went to see his grandparents, he said to them, Is it really true that Wonka's Chocolate Factory is the biggest factory in the world? 
true, cried all four of them at once. Of course it's true. Good heavens, didn't you know that? It's about 50 times bigger than any other. And Mr. Willy Wonka really is the cleverest chocolate maker in the world. My dear boys, said Grandpa Joe, raising himself up a little higher on his pillows. Mr. Willy Wonka is the most amazing and most famous, fantastic, and the most extraordinary chocolate maker in the world that the world has ever seen. I thought everybody knew that. I knew he was famous, Grandpa Joe, and I knew that he was very clever. Clever, cried the old man. He's more than that. He's a magician with chocolate, and he can make anything, anything he wants. In fact, isn't that a fact, my dears? The other three people nodded, their heads slowly up and down, and said, absolutely true, just as true as it can be. And Grandpa Joe said, you mean to say I've never told you about Willy Wonka and his factory? Never, answered little Charlie. Good heavens above, I don't know what's the matter with me. Will you tell me now, Grandpa Joe, please? I certainly will. Sit down beside me on the bed, my dear, and listen carefully. Oh, because remember, Grandpa Joe used to work in the factory. Grandpa Joe was the oldest of the four grandparents. He was 96 and a half, and that is just about as old as anybody can be. Like all extremely old people, he was delicate and weak, and throughout the day he spoke very little. But in the evenings when Charlie, his beloved grandson, was in the room, he seemed in some marvelous way to grow quite young again. All of his tiredness fell away from him, and he became as eager and as excited as a young boy. Oh, what a man he is, this Mr. Willy Wonka, cried Grandpa Joe. Did you know, for example, that he himself invented more than 200 kinds of chocolate bars, each with a different center, each far sweeter and creamier and more delicious than any other chocolate factories can make. Perfectly true, said Grandma Josephine, and he sends them all to four corners of the earth. Isn't that so, Grandpa Joe? It is, my dear, it is. And to this, to all of the kings and presidents of the world as well. But it isn't only chocolate bars that he makes. Oh, dear me, no. He has some really fantastic inventions up his sleeve. Mr. Willy Wonka has. Did you know that he's invented a way of making chocolate ice cream so that it stays cold for hours without being in the refrigerator? You can even out lie it out lying, leave it out lying in the sun on a hot day and it won't go runny. But that's impossible, said little Charlie, staring at his grandfather. Of course it's impossible, cried Grandpa Joe. It's completely absurd. But Mr. Willy Wonka has done it. Quite right, the others agreed, nodding their heads. Mr. Wonka has done it. And then again, Grandpa Joe went on speaking very slowly so that Charlie wouldn't miss a word. Mr. Willy Wonka can make marshmallows that taste of violet and rich caramels that change into every ten, that change color every 10 seconds as you suck on them. And little, little feathery sweets that melt away deliciously the moment that you put them between your lips. He can make chewing gum that never loses its taste and sugar balloons that you can hold, blow up in enormous sizes before you pop them with a pen and gobble them up. Isn't that gum? I don't think so. I think it's candy, this one. And by a most secret method, he can make a lovely bluebird's egg with spots on them. And then when you put them in your mouth, it gradually gets smaller and smaller until suddenly there's nothing left except a tiny little pink sugary baby bird sitting on the tip of your tongue. Grandpa Joe paused and ran 
and ran the point of his tongue slowly over his lips. It makes my mouth water just thinking about it, he said. Mine too, said little Charlie, but please go on. While they were talking, Mr. and Mrs. Bucket, Charlie's mother and father, had come quietly into the room, and now were both standing just inside the door listening. Tell Charlie about the crazy Indian prince, said Grandma Josephine. He'd like to hear that. You mean Prince Pondicherry, said Grandpa Joe. He began chuckling with laughter. Completely dotty, said Grandpa George, but very rich. And Grandpa George, and Gra- but very rich, said Grandma Georgina. What did he do, said Charlie eagerly. Listen, said Grandpa Joe, and I'll tell you. Poor people, they're just like sitting in their bed that they have to share. Kind of sad, huh? Yowza.